Hello and welcome to the Freely Feminine Podcast, where we'll be discussing how to restore long-forgotten feminine power, what it means to be freely feminine in today's age of polarity and gender misidentification, and creating a business that honors your natural way of cyclical living. Join us and uncover the truth of taboos, living sacredly, and long-forgotten ancestral wisdom of the feminine that came before. Hello, and welcome back to the Freely Feminine Podcast. I know it has been a little bit, so I appreciate you all waiting and being so patient while we move. We are finally in an apartment, and it feels so good. (laughs) So we moved out of the RV a couple of weeks ago, moved into a beautiful apartment. I have my own office again, um, and we are just loving it. And then Daniel hopped on a plane and... Uh, flew back to Colorado and got a U-Haul and drove our stuff up. So we had furniture finally. So um, it has been a process, but a wonderful one. So we're back. And this episode, we're going to talk about luteal phase prep. So this phase is all about efficiency. It's a really specific type of energy that helps you plan ahead for this upcoming energy drop of your menstrual phase so you can actually recharge and not just be staring at the dirty house with no energy to deal with it. Um, That's no fun for anybody or having to push through with the exact same um, load that you normally do. That's the worst feeling. So you have a really special phase dedicated to supporting future you and subsequently your family, your team, your community, whoever is involved in your life. So this is the phase I am most intentional about because it really sets up my whole next month for success. When I lean into it, I get meal planning done and my house is clean and my mind feels calm and my business is well-planned. My emotions are readily dealt with and um, integrated. My books are balanced. You get it. It kind of is the whole the whole thing. So there are a couple of primary elements to this and I have named them all in a quippy way so that they're easy to remember. Schedule, space, sustenance, and self-care. So your schedule. At this point, um, I am more internal. My energy is drawn and kind of given me this focus on home base and quieter tasks. I still have a lot of energy, but it's different. So rather than wanting to go connect with people and be online and have lots of meetings, I am much more desiring to deep clean my house and make food and focus on building my business and be more in the operations side of my business. So again, it's all, it's more internally focused. It's quieter. It's more close to home. So I allow my schedule to fluctuate with purpose. So during my luteal phase, I keep my calendar a lot more clear and maybe have one or two packed days with meetings. And then the remaining days are for office work, business building, team meetings, content creation, things like that. So this allows me to really still serve my clients, my team, and keep momentum in my business without burning out. I also have a swing day each week that's built into my schedule always. So that's on Thursdays for me. Um, And this just allows me to focus it either on home or on business tasks based off of what's going on each week. So I don't book meetings on Thursdays and I don't book any appointments on Thursdays. And that allows me to focus my energy where I'm drawn and really lean into whatever's coming up in that week rather than feeling like I have a set schedule every single day and there's no fluctuation or flexibility. That swing day really gives me the ability to either take care of things that have been building up that I haven't had a chance to get to 
um, or, you know, work on business specific things that I'm drawn to or home specific things that I'm drawn to. So usually in my luteal phase that Thursday, um, before my, my period starts, whenever that is, is usually when I am really drawn to do a deep clean of my house. So once a month, I'm just sort of naturally excited to deep clean my house. (laughs) So it works. And then I also have a day that's, that works to support that. Um, so then space. So like I mentioned before, I tend to naturally be motivated to clean and cook. So I do that monthly deep clean during that phase. This really sets me up for a fresh and minimally stimulating space for my menstrual phase. And because my attention to deep detail is super high, the house also looks immaculate when I'm done. So that's a bonus, but my space just feels more peaceful. And I know that I'm going to be able to give it a week or two with just basic upkeep because I have done a really good deep clean. And remember, you want it to be minimally stimulating as best as possible because you've got a heightened, your your senses are heightened. And so clutter that didn't bother you before is going to bother you more now. Detail, dirty details that um, you weren't really bothered by before might bother you more now. And this is why also emotions come up more frequently during your luteal phase. There's just a heightened, a, a heightened sense of everything. All of your senses are heightened. So eliminating extra stimuli is really, really good during this, this phase. So the next element to this is sustenance. And I said sustenance, but really we're talking about food. (laughs) It just also started with an S and it felt, you know, it worked well with the other three, um, the other three elements. So, um, I take time during my luteal phase to double up on recipes. So I have extra frozen stuff when I don't have the extra energy in my menstrual phase. I don't do additional meal prep or anything like that. I just double up everything that I'm already doing. So some of my favorite ways to do this are um, popping an extra sourdough loaf in the freezer to grab when I when I need it. Um, and all of this, again, this was really hard to do when we were in the RV. This is stuff that I had done for years prior. And in the RV, it looked very, very different. So now I'm back into a better um, rhythm with these things and it feels so good. So if you've got a freezer... Um, consider yourself blessed and utilize some of this stuff. Cause we didn't have a big enough freezer for me to do these things. Um, so an extra sourdough loaf in the freezer to grab when I need, um, if you don't make sourdough, that's okay. That might be a me thing. That's completely fine. Grab a really good sourdough loaf from your local bakery. Um, and, and put that in the freezer, but whatever, whatever you normally eat, just double it up. Um, I like having, I'm really, you know, I prioritize nutrition in my family. So um, when we're doing spaghetti and meat sauce, that meat sauce is organ meats. Um, and so I usually will just prep an organ meat spaghetti sauce, pop it in a Ziploc and put it in the freezer. So all I have to do is boil some gluten-free noodles and then heat up the sauce and we're good. Um, we love something called Monster Mash and it's literally just um, white or jasmine rice and frozen peas. And then um, again, an organ meat blend with some really good spices. I make that all and I pop it in the freezer. And then my husband can grab that if he's home and he needs some lunch or we can have that on a dinner, but it's kind of just a house favorite and we've been eating it for years and have never gotten sick of it. So it's a really good one. I also love making my own beef jerky or biltong. Um, so I make enough for the upcoming week for Daniel. And this is also great for kids. I make all of the food for Daniel so that he can grab it and go since he's a tree guy. So it needs to be portable. It needs to be small and it needs to be kind of snacky. So anything I make for him is usually good for kids. So beef jerky is awesome. Um, again, it's all grass fed and I um, cut it and season it. And then I put it on my dehydrator. It is not hard. Beef jerky is one of the easiest things you can do. Um, 
So that's something that we always have on hand. And then usually a frozen pizza dough. I usually do a sourdough pizza dough. It's so easy to make. And I have that in the freezer, so I could just pull that out, let it defrost, and then throw a pizza together, which is fun and easy and everybody likes it. So it's pretty much all frozen, so it's easy to grab, heat up, and be done. So again, anything that you already make, just double it up and pop some in the freezer if you can. I'm also a meat and cheese kind of girl. So when I'm home working, I love to make myself a charcuterie board because A, it's delicious and it makes me feel a little bit fancy, but B, it's easy to change portions if I'm not as hungry and it takes a little to no prep. So that's another thing that I have. I have some, some very specific cheese that I love and some really good um, meat that I eat and then like, you know, specific tr- crackers. So just find what you like and have that on hand. And that stuff doesn't really, it, it takes a long time for it to go bad. So you can keep it in the fridge um, for a couple weeks and be good. So that is the other option. And then soup. I'm a big soup person. Um, there are some awesome jarred options at health food stores. There's like a wedding soup, there's minestrone, there's all sorts of delicious. There's a gnocchi one that I'm like obsessed with now. Um, and they're jarred. So it's not in a, it's not in a metal can, which I don't love. There's not BPAs on it. There's none of that. It's organic. Um, so just, I would say peruse your local grocery food store, um, and health food store and see what you find and see if anything jumps out to you. Um, but it's a great way to, again, have something easy to prepare, but it's also a great way to keep your body warm and during your luteal and your menstrual phase, especially that is super important. So I'll talk about that in a second. So then the final element is self-care. So much of my self-care actually comes in the form of preparation. We all like, you know, the facials and the massages and all of that, and that's totally self-care. But for me, it actually is more about preparing and giving myself space. And so by supporting myself in all of the ways that I just mentioned, it gives me the freedom to really truly rest during my bleed and not feel like I'm dropping the ball anywhere. I still work. I still take care of my family, but I'm reducing my output by probably 75% just by looking at a week ahead and using the energy that I have correctly. Cause when I've got that energy in my luteal phase, I have excess energy in my luteal phase, but it's for specific things. So when I lean into that, I'm able to really plan ahead and give myself a lot of freedom. The other thing that I do for self-care is a full body care couple of hours. Um, so I usually take a really long shower a day or two before I start my period to like do it all. I shave, wash my hair, use a really decadent body scrub, a face mask, do my nails. Like I do the whole thing. And it's just a really good way to devote time to the sacredness of my body. It also helps me feel like I'm not gross going into my period and I feel more honored in my body. So it's just a good way to kind of, um, transition into that space of letting things go and really tapping into your body. Um, as, as silly as it might sound, if this is not familiar to you, but just washing your body, shaving, touching your body all over is a really good way to activate, um, all parts of your body and allow yourself to really sink into that and go more internal. So it's a simple and essentially free way to just lean into a more sacred time with your body. Um, also I wash my hair the day or two before I start my period. So this is super important and has been really, really life-changing for me. In traditional Chinese medicine, we're told not to wash our hair or get our heads wet for the first two to three days of our bleed. So the idea there is that a wet head creates cold in the body and it can impede flow. And so the whole thing in your luteal and your follicular phase is to keep the body open and moving and flowing. So I never wash my hair on day one or two of my bleed and I swear it helps reduce cramping. This is also why during your luteal and your menstrual phase, you want to eat warm food 
foods. You also don't want to eat cold foods where your body has to warm it up before it can digest it. You want to eat warm and easy to digest foods because your digestion slows down a little bit in your luteal phase. So there's all of these elements that play together. So it's all about keeping the body open, flowing, and warm. And the last thing in terms of self-care for luteal phase prep is letting emotions rise. So remember this is a time when the veil between the subconscious and the conscious mind is so thin and it's really common for things to surface so that they can be released. It's purposeful. So stay intentional with emotions and just get curious about them instead of letting them take off your husband's head. (laughs) So good question. I like to ask myself is what is this emotion trying to communicate with me? Or, you know, how is this emotion trying to serve me? And I get curious about it. And then I let that emotion move through the body. I journal it out. I move it out if I need to, but it's important to understand that the emotions are coming up to be released in the same way that you are about to, um, you know, release during your period from a physical level. Also on an emotional soul level, you are doing the same thing. Your body is fully integrated, fully connected. And so, you know, what happens in one area of the body happens in another area of the body. So that is my personal luteal phase prep. That's what I do. That's what I lean towards. It's going to look different for everybody. If you've got kids, if you don't have kids, if you are an employee versus an employer, it's going to look a little bit different for everybody. But this is kind of, I thought I would give you an idea of what I do. And then hopefully you can glean some um, wisdom from that and make it your own. So here is to a wonderful supportive luteal phase. Have you heard about the Gentle Business Jumpstart program? This is my 12-session program designed specifically for the female entrepreneurs who are either new or seasoned who want to create a business without burnout and something that's feminine-focused, something that is gentle, something that is successful but doesn't sacrifice their health and their well-being. So the Gentle Business Jumpstart program is 12 sessions The calls are designed to offer mindset work, subconscious reprogramming, tactical application of principles for your business in the real world, and also somatic work. So we approach it with a holistic, full body mindset in order to really create lasting change. Each session is a private coaching call with me where you will dive into business development that's anchored into cycle thinking and sustainability and the natural strengths of you as a woman. By the end of the program, you will have clarity on your client's journey and develop the exact journey you will guide them through. You'll create an action plan to banish burnout forever. You'll create a gentle business plan containing all the processes, the goals, the templates, and more that we're going to develop together over the course of 12 sessions. You'll get clarity on your branding, your marketing technique, your vision, and your mission. You'll know how to honor your natural feminine to create ease and success simultaneously. You'll gain knowledge on how to cycle sync in your business, learn why it's so impactful, and also gain an understanding of the energy fluctuations and their gifts throughout the month. In the session schedule, in these 12 calls, we will have an asana setup and understanding the gentle business framework. We will explore and create your ideal life and really work in vision planning and casting to understand what that looks like on a practical, tangible level. We'll identify your core values. We'll establish goals with actionable steps, due dates, all of the fun stuff. We will work through branding and a brand that really builds trust. We'll identify a good organic marketing strategy for you. We will create and or audit the systems that are going to support you the best. We will develop and create clarity around your processes. 
We'll establish pricing for you. And then we'll also touch on how to level up the client experience. So you have your clients coming back over and over again. And then we implement everything. We identify what systems, what platforms, what tools, what are the next steps for you? And then we'll have a wrap up call where we will celebrate all of your progress. That is the gentle business jumpstart. And if you have any interest and you are a podcast listener, you do get access to a 18% discount. Go ahead and give us an email at info at rosewoodsolutions.net or shoot us a DM over at Rosewood Woman on Instagram. And we hope to hear from you soon.